361, this is Pastor Rodney Logan and family, and we are talking about grace because God told us in his word that his grace is sufficient for us. And what that simply means is that we don't have any problems or troubles that are too big where God's grace is not sufficient. So we want you to listen in as we all share a segment of how wonderful God's grace has been to us. Please enjoy this message. where you've seen grace demonstrated in your life. Tell us your story. Oh, man. A lot of you guys have known me since I was a wee tot. By wee tot, I mean 10. Um, I've seen grace show up in just so many different ways. In the physical way of when I got into a car accident three years ago, um, where the lady hit me, uh, it should have T-boned my it T-boned my car, but it should have completely broken my legs where she hit. But because there was grace in God, she swerved and only took out the front end of my car instead of it directly impacting me. That's where I've seen grace show up physically. Where I've seen grace show up. Where I've seen grace show up. Where I've also seen grace show up is financially. There, some of you guys know I'm getting ready to go to um, seminary school, and I was believing God. If this has been my prayer, that God is going to provide everything that I need, and I've seen it happen. Another way too is just in my own story of struggling with being a dumb 18-year-old. God continually showed up for me in the most profound way when I was ready to walk away from the faith. I did that when I was 18 years old. I wrote a letter to God and I said, I'm done with you, this is boring. Deuces, we're over it. Wrote my letter, I sent it off to God. And then I went to a Christian college. You can't run away from God. <laughs> and every Sunday I would sing in a church. And every Sunday and every weekend I would try and get away from God's grace. I would try and get away from God's love because I didn't want it anymore. I was so done, I was so overwhelmed. But what happened is every Sunday I had to sing at a church. There's this one particular Sunday. We went to a church in California. This is Baptist Church. We were singing this song, Were You There? And that's when it hit me. I wasn't there and I didn't deserve God's grace. I didn't deserve any of it. And I broke down and I cried. I called my parents like, Mom and Dad, I'm going to hell. They're like, Jasmine, what are you talking about? You understand? I don't believe in God's grace. It's not enough for me. But in that moment, I was reminded that God's grace is more than enough for me. Even when I went on our way. Just like the ocean. There's such a thing called an undercurrent. Even when you want to run away from the, from the ocean, you can get swept in that. And that's what God's grace does for us. Is that he's going to chase after you. He's going to follow you. And then he's going to sweep you in this undercurrent of but you know the verse that uh, I challenged Jasmine with uh, this morning was uh, Hebrews chapter 4 in verse number 16 says so let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God there will there we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it when we need it and and that was kind of like the piece this morning that uh, i just really needed to hear again is that is when we need it 
you know, uh, as I was just doing some background study about that, just thinking about, uh, it was just talking about the priest, and the only person that got to go into the holies of holy was the high priest, he, he, if he made it. If, right? Right. And it wasn't a guarantee, but what God, but what God does is that he makes it so that <clears throat> you and I can come to his throne boldly when we need it. And I don't know about you guys, but one of the things I found out is that I need it all the time. I'm always in need of God's grace. And I'm glad that, you know, you shared your story uh, about grace. And I think everybody needs to be able to share their story about God's grace, because let's just be honest, you know, life happens and there's bad things that happen and just take place. But we need to remember those moments that, you know, God gave us something, you know, to remind us that, you know, he's there looking out for us. And so I love that scripture, Hebrews chapter four and 16. It says, so let us come boldly to the throne of his of the gracious God. Then we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it. So right now. Those of you who got your pen and your paper out, I want you to go ahead and write down. Where do you need God to help you at right now where you are? You know, maybe uh, you're not able to write it. Maybe what you have to do is just go ahead and record it and say to yourself, where do I need God to help me? Because there's some things that I just struggle with right now. Uh, where, where do I need God's grace? Where do I need God's help? And so I'm so glad, Jasmine, that you were able to kind of just share with us a little bit this morning. Well, uh, thank you very much. So we're going to go on and get to our next scripture, right? Which is uh, the one that you kind of brought up, you know, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, right? And uh, Jessica is kind of tasked to come and tell us about it, but I don't know if she can. You need, you need to borrow a hat. You ready to come up? So as she's coming, why don't I just pray? You know, for somebody that's out there, you know, uh, it may have been a long night and you awaken and, you know, uh, that's exactly what you need. You need to know that your prayers are going before a God who extends grace. So why don't I take a moment and just pray for you? Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus and I begin to thank you. And I just ask you, Lord, will you touch our hearts and our minds, Lord God? And remind us, Lord God, of just how sufficient your grace is for us, Lord. No matter what we have been through, Lord God, what we're feeling or experiencing, Lord. Father, let us know that we can come before you boldly in our time of need, Lord. And you will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, won't you guys come on? Welcome, Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> You know, we have these three questions that we kind of talked about, right? Uh, the first one is, what is grace, right? Right. So tell us, what is what is grace? What is it that you have experienced grace to be in your life? Well, uh, as most of you know, I am an athlete of different traits. And there have been so many times where I should be broken. Like, I mean, like physically. like Shattered bones, broken back, shouldn't be walking. Shouldn't be able to use my left arm. None of that. But it was by God's grace 
that I haven't ever broken a bone, praise God, knock on wood, um, and that I can walk, <laughs> literally, like, it is by grace that I'm able to do all of those things now. I've been in so many different situations that my parents uh, now know of as of today, um, but didn't before, that I uh, should have broken something. I mean, like, broken something badly. Shattered bones, thousands and thousands of dollars of medical bills, what it would have been worth. Breaking my back from falling from three, from two stories high and not being caught by nobody. And people telling me, you should have broken something. Something. But you didn't. Being on concrete and did a stunt and God literally goes, fall forward, fall forward. That's what I did. And someone was there to catch me. He had someone who caught me. I don't know what would have happened in that situation because I was literally upside down. I probably would have broken my neck. Who knows? But it was by God's grace that he saved me in so many different situations. And so physically, that's how I have experienced God's grace, but also emotionally as of recently, that I've, I've been able to pinpoint that it's God's grace, that I have understanding when I shouldn't have understanding. Having peace when I don't know the questions and I don't know the answers, I don't know what to ask, I don't know what to say, I have so many things that I don't know, but I have peace. And then joy. I haven't had joy in so long, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I haven't had joy in so long. And this week has been a roller coaster, let me tell you. Roller coaster. Started this week. Super down the dumps. And then had this big fruition, big moment of, of passion. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, God used that moment to show me that his grace is sufficient enough. And even when I don't know how to communicate that to people that love me, even to communicate to myself or even how to communicate it to him, that he has brought people into my life to show me that he still cares, that he, he still listens. He's seen all my tears. He's heard all of my cries, and that's been a lot. <laughs> so, you know, tell me this then, Jessica, if you, maybe you can, can answer this question. So how do you get it? How do you get God's grace? You, you, it's not something that you get. It's not something that you work for, like at all whatsoever. <laughs> it is a gift given to you it's up to you to acknowledge and to accept it because we don't deserve God's grace as Jasmine said we don't we don't deserve his mercy but he's freely given it to us and he said that we're blessed he's already said that we're blessed he's already given us his grace he's already given us his mercy and he does it time and time again he doesn't take it back just continues to give, 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 remind, remind, and remind. You know, go ahead and read your verse. You know, you're going to read 2 Corinthians chapter 12 
and verse number nine. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number nine. You guys still got your pen and your pencils out there and you're still writing down and you need to, you know, write something, you know, speak, but holler at us, you know, through Facebook, throw up something, say, hey, I got a question. <laughs> All right, go ahead, read your verse. 2 Corinthians 12, nine says, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Each time he has said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. So in other words, you know, you're looking at that is that you ain't got to have it all together. No, you don't actually. In fact, it works better. You not have it all together. You know, that, that's when we, we need his grace the most is when we don't have it together, when we don't have the answers. Uh, when we don't have the finances, right? right? We don't have any of those things really going for us is that he's able to come in and give us something that, you know, we don't deserve, we don't but serve. he gives it to us anyway. And how much does it cost? Nothing to you. Nothing. But it cost him something. It cost him everything. Everything. And he freely was willing to do that for us because he loved us. But, you know, uh, this is a verse that you know uh, I love but verse 8 is the one that always just captures uh, my attention and this is Paul when he says what did he say three different times I begged the Lord to take it away three different times I begged the Lord to take it away <laughs> I've definitely been there especially this week <laughs> and the week before that oh man <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so Paul was in a in, 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 in having a hard time with everything that God had called him to do. And now he's to the place like, just take it away. I'll be better off. And this is not like it was uh, somebody's friend or something. This is what God said to Paul in response to Paul's request. Right. Yep. Is that my grace is enough for you. And so for somebody out there right now, you know, you may be saying that I just can't take anymore and I just don't know what to do. He says in his word that my grace is enough for you. So all you have to do is go ahead and learn how to receive it. And so I'm so glad you're able. Is there anything else you want to share? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So as Pastor Ronnie just said, we have to receive it, right? So let's all practice receiving. So take your hands and put them in fists. Because right now, that's what we're holding on to, right? Our own, what we can do, what we feel. So let's go ahead and let it go. And give it to God. Do your hands feel lighter? I don't mind do. Okay, let's practice one more time. So clench your fists, hold it really, really tight. Count to 10. Make an ugly 10, face. 10, straight up receive his grace grab it and give yourself a hug just receive God's grace his mercy and expect it to always be there because God has already given it to you 
thank you, God, for your grace and your mercy. Yeah, go ahead and tell the people one more time, because it was kind of interesting this morning. I got up and I had these three different verses that I was thinking on. And uh, and as I was sharing, you, what happened to you last night? Oh, man. Okay, God woke me up from my sleep. I was in a deep sleep. And I heard my name, and I was like, oh, that's not, that's not, that's just my head, right? So I was like, I'm going to go back to bed. Then it happened the same time. I was like, okay, I'll get up. I'll get up, you know, rubbing sleep out of my eye. And so uh, what God woke me up with was, expectations that's what he woke me up with but what was interesting is that these three scriptures that Pastor Ronnie was meditating on I had read last night or early this morning if you want to say early this morning because it was 3 a.m. and uh, it was just interesting that the exact same scriptures I mean the exact ones I had read them at 3 a.m. And it was interesting because God was showing me expectations. And you have to expect his grace because he's already given it to you. Expect to be blessed because he already said you're blessed. And the other thing that he showed me is through Mary. And when she, when the angel appears and is like, hey, you're pregnant, by the way. And she's like, how can this be? So first she was afraid. Then she was like, how can this be? I'm disbelief, right? And then she moved to obedience. So what does it look like to be obedient in God's grace? What can you expect in God's grace? What can you hope for? In God's grace. When well, he's already given it to you. When he's already given it to you. Expectations. Grace. Mercy. Freely given. Alright. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today, Jessica. Thank you. Alright. Well, you know, uh, as uh, Jessica exits, uh, you know, Pastor Sharon, she's going to come. And she has a very powerful verse that she's been meditating on as well. Are you guys ready for it? Do we have any questions that came in yet from anybody that's been writing anything down? Anybody gave us a shout out, a holler, anything, nothing. All right, guys, this is this is all work. You know, we all doing this together. Right. So it's about grace. You know, so that first question was, what is it? And then the second one was, how do I get it? Right. And then Pastor Sharon, she's going to come and she's going to uh, share with us. When do I use it? By talking with us uh, through verse Romans 11 and verse 6. <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, Romans 11, verse 6. I'm going to read it from a couple of different versions. But, you know, the traditional version is, And if by grace, then it is no longer of works. Otherwise, grace is no grace. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. Now, that's the New King James Version. But the Amplified Version kind of breaks down some of the words. And so it says, but if it is by grace, God's unmerited favor, 
it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. It would not be a gift, but a reward for works. And then the New Living Translation breaks it down like this. And since it is through God's kindness, then it is not by their good works. For in that case, God's grace would not be what it really is, free and undeserved. Now, some of the words that are in here uh, that talk about grace is God's unmerited favor. It's talking about God's kindness. And it's also talking about God's grace is free and undeserved. And all that simply says is there is nothing I can do in my own strength that can allow grace to be supplied. So when do I use it? It's daily, day in and day out. It's nothing I can do to make it happen. Every morning that I wake up, it's God's grace because there's nothing I can do to cause myself to wake up, but respond to the fact that I'm breathing. And he asked me this morning, Pastor Rodney asked me this morning, well, when, you know, when do you recall using grace in your life or anything like that? And, and when was grace shown the most? And, and, you know, I said, well, I can't pick one. I can't pick one time. Um, because when I think about grace, again, it has to do with not doing it in my own strength. And so one example I thought of happens to do with our children. Uh, Jessica, who was just up here, we've talked about it before. She came a couple of months early, but she was due March 20th. And all through the month of January, early part of January, I kept insisting that she's not coming till March 20th. Now, those of you that don't know this, I was on bed rest starting January 9th. And the doctor was like, nope, you're going to have that baby today. And I said, nope. She's not coming till March 20th. And I was standing on the fact that she's not coming until March 20th. And the reason I was able to do that is because with Jasmine, I believe God for supernatural childbirth and that she would come on her exact due date. And she did. And, you know, we Christians, you know, we're the naming and claiming people. And so, you know, I was naming it and claiming it and naming it and claiming it. And she came on her actual due date. So when Jessica came along, and you know, I'm pregnant with her, she's going to come on her due date too because God is not going to do anything different. But what he actually did is I caused my, my, my water broke early and I had to be on bed rest. And that messed up my whole theology, my whole faith about, wait a minute, you name it, you claim it, it happens. Because I'm going to do this in my own strength. And every day the doctor would come and he's like, uh, so you ready? We're going to have this baby. I'm like, nope, we're not going to have this baby. And I wasn't ready. But then after about two weeks, I started just, <laughs> I started getting tired of being in the hospital. I was ready to go home. And I just said, Lord, you know what? Hey, this is Pastor Rodney and family. We want to thank you for listening to this broadcast. We want to tell you that we are available to pray with you and for you. You can contact us via our website, www.axcc.org. And God bless you and you have a wonderful week.